0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cast, Darkest Timeline I think we can all agree this is the Darkest Timeline um, And I'm going to tell you why Nah, I'm, I'm just messing It's uh, it's the usual from me, games, movies, TV, some stuff from the week Check out the movies this week Whew! Absolute bangers Games, not so much before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave us a review. Wherever you can leave a review, do consider leaving us a review. Share the podcast around. That's the way it's done. Gets the podcast out into the world. Right, enough of me. Let's listen to... me. Here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. How are you doing? Are you well? Good. I'm going to work on the principle that you said, that you're doing fine, and you are well. And I'm going to say good to you, sir, madam, person. <clears throat> um, so... Think I've written something down on my list, and just before starting to record, I was like, "Did I talk about this last week?" So I'm not sure. I'm not sure right now. Now that I've clicked record, I'm not sure right now I can find out. So uh, sorry if this is money for old rope. Um, I had a week off which in my uh, in my existence should be should be defined more i had a week where i didn't have to go to work um so here's what the week looked like in my head monday Lion, get up whenever, run, walk the dog, work out, play computer games, walk the dog again, podcast in the evening sort of, sort of thing. Um, Tuesday, get up, walk the dog, round of golf, walk the dog, workout, etc. Wednesday, now in my head, Wednesday, I was like, you know, what can I do on Wednesday? And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I knew it was going to be busy. Um, child-based busyness. So I was like, if we can get, if we can get those two, three days, relax, chill out, get some downtime. Um, maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll help right the boat. Maybe it'll, uh, maybe it'll sort things out. Because um, I'm sure, as I'm sure you're aware, at this point in time. Struggling a little bit with the old uh, feeling tired. So, I just remembered that I had something on my, on my watch. No, it says it's charging. Oh, look at all these achievements. Oh, new achievement goal. Lovely stuff. Um, so yes, as, as I imagine we're aware at this point in time, been quite tired recently. So I was like, I need I need to get the downtime. I need to get some some rest recuperation r and hour. Um. Just as a, a complete aside, I am about to take a sip of a not an, a zero percent, a non-alcoholic Guinness. You ready. Can tell you this much of all the non alcoholic drinks I've had of all the non alcoholic versions of drinks I've had Guinness have absolutely smashed it out of the park it's it's just it's just amazing stuff so been tired Four and a half minutes in, and I'm still saying the same thing. Been very tired, needing some downtime. So that's that's the that's the theme right now. We're all on the same page. So I work my week out, and then I was like, uh. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, Monday? Monday is bank holiday. So um the the children the children that normally go to preschool and nursery and places like that they'll be at home so my day of uh, of maxing and or relaxing that's that's gone out the window Tuesday well you know maybe I can still salvage Tuesday oh hang on a minute Tuesday nobody's got to be anywhere so the Day of of children, day of child-related stuff. Wednesday, kind of overlooked the fact that Wednesday is my day to have the younger two. So that was Wednesday done with. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there was an activity to do every single one of those days. So I'm desperately trying to get some downtime, some, some rest. By Saturday, I actually thought that I might have been dying. I was just like, I am so incredibly tired right now. It's it was the kind of tired where the only way I could keep going was by saying. Man, I'm really tired. I'm so tired. I'm really looking forward to falling asleep in the film we're going to watch this evening. I am so incredibly tired I could go to bed now. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I am beyond tired. So, that was that. tried my absolute damnedest to uh, actually stay awake in the film used a, a, a multitude of little tricks um, and I made it halfway and then it was uh, yeah nodding dog for the rest of the time um, got to there was something there was something about I had to uh, I think I had to like run or work out to sort of capitalize on Sunday a long story there's there's a lot of stuff that unfolds as the week goes on um so I'll explain more in a bit but um i had to wait until midnight so that the numbers ticked over to the next day so that i could go and like I say it was either run or work out and i made it to 11 o'clock and i was just like i i just want to go to bed i just i just need to go to bed Um, so that was my week, that was, uh, that was my holiday, fired out a couple of uh, classic parenting lines, uh, said, uh, I'll be going back to work for a rest, That's that's always a classic, um. And and weirdly, in some ways, some degree of that was true. Um, So, yeah, that was the week. I will cover some of the stuff that went on in the week, momentarily. Um, I've talked about this in the past, um, in reference to... um, Going to gigs Realised at a certain point in my life Where I was going to have to start If I wanted to go to see live music Certain things like that I was going to have to go on my own I had nobody to go with Nobody likes the same music as me So Going to have to go on my own It's as simple as that And that's what, that's what I did That's what I have done For I don't know At least a couple of years but to be honest, I can't tell you when the last time I saw live music was. Um, I'm sure that I remember talking about giving one a miss and then regretting it. I think it was a machine head, maybe. Um, and I know that I've got a ticket to go to live music, but it's not until the back end of the year. One of them ones. Um So I, you know, I reached a point in my life where I realised that the answer was that I was going to have to to go to stuff stuff on my own Um, And it has its ups and its downs, the upside being It's just you, you just have to, it's just you that has to worry about getting you somewhere and, you know But there's things like, you know, when you go to a city that you don't know as well And you're trying to find somewhere to park all of that's on you. You're doing that. Um, you know, things like that. On the flip side, you don't have to worry about anybody else. You get in, you get out. You don't have to listen to anybody moaning about anything. Um, so, I had this thing recently where um, I'd had a situation where I'd gone to do something and didn't. Uh, I didn't overly enjoy the situation, um, and again, had that kind of realisation of going forward in the future, pretty much anything that comes up now, I am basically going to have to do it on my own, um, but again, similar situation, again, I, I, I'm going to come to something, I'll talk about something, um short version is I went to the cinema. I went to the cinema twice this week. Um but one of the times I went to the cinema I went on my own. Uh Ticket for one, Billy No Mates. Um sitting on, on the end of a row on my own with a with a coffee in each hand, bag of sweets. Away we go. Um I think the biggest part of it is is when you walk out at the end and you go, "I don't nobody to talk to about it," and then you kind of lose some momentum. Um, So when you when you speak to somebody like the next day, they're like, "Oh, how was your movie?" For example, you're like, "Oh yeah, it was good. This happened." Because there's a percentage of stuff that's been lost. You know, you've been to you've been to sleep. You've been to you've done stuff in between. Um, you know, even things like driving home or getting, you know, getting in and getting inside and going to bed and sleeping and your brain's processing different stuff. You've forgotten X amount, and a lot of it is you've forgotten. You've partially forgotten the way you felt at the time. Um. But it's just one of those things. Um, I'm looking at the third thing on my list going, oh, today feels like a uh, like a rewind podcast. Stuff I've talked about before that I'm talking about again. Uh, very much had one of those situations recently where I was like, is the curse back? Um, just feeling like, Taking a kick in from life. Um. There was a point. I was making a meal. And I was in the thick of it. I'd like to do some sort of study. Um. There's an episode of Red Dwarf. Where they talk about. Have you ever had a day where you feel really lucky. And some scientist managed to bottle. That feeling. It was like liquid luck. Um. I believe there is the opposite I believe there is like Like bad luck A day of bad luck Or three, four, a week Um, And you start to notice it Like oh something happened It was, it was, it was bad luck uh, And then you When you've had twenty of those in a day You're a bit like, get a bit tiresome now And when that day Turns into like two, three, four Days you're a bit like like me, I started saying to people, am I actually cursed? I'm making a meal the other night. And... I was... Oh, here here it comes. I was making some mashed potato. And I was putting butter in the mashed potato. I dropped butter on the floor. Like, well, that's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? I've dropped butter on the floor there. And within, within, like, two seconds of dropping butter on the floor, I dropped mash on the floor about an inch away from where I dropped the butter on the floor. And then, within five, ten seconds of that, I stabbed myself in the finger with a knife. there, There have been points in my life where I've started to wonder whether it's like subconsciously intentional, like I'm trying to do these things on purpose, because of how relentless it is, how completely relentless it is, like it's everything, everything that could go wrong does go wrong, everything that should go right goes wrong kind of situation and by the time I'd stabbed myself in the finger and it was like the third thing in the space of about 15 seconds I was... I <laughs> I may have lost it a little bit and was just like, what is this? What is... what is that? What is the thing that creates that? Is it subconscious? Is it is it something you, that you do into yourself? Like I've dropped this on purpose, then I've dropped this on purpose, and then I've inadvertently stabbed myself. Is that all intentional? And if so, what is the intention? It just seems so weird. So relentless, so non stop, so ongoing. And then you were you know, you you get tricked into the, oh, you know, you, you must be due some good luck at some point. I remember that was always the thing, when you tell someone that you feel like you're just in a really bad luck kind of place, and they'll be like, oh, you must be due some good luck soon. Uh, yeah? What does that look like? So, um, did an activity the other day. Child-based activity. Um, two of the children were at preschool slash nursery um, So that left me And the older children to go and do something We went off and played some, uh, some mini golf As we like to do I've reached that point now where I'm, I'm worried that My activities My and my children's activities are getting a bit Repetitive So every time I'm like Oh we're going to do something else But then it just ends up being like, but what? So it's that kind of thing. So in the end, I just end up leaning into it and being like, well, you know, they enjoy doing this. So let's go and do this. So we're in for some mini golf. But mini golf isn't just mini golf. Mini golf is also playing the arcades. So. (sighs) Being a dad. Um, part of part of being a dad is that I don't know. How to, I don't know how to say it because I don't want to offend. Um, it's that thing of like you, your children, are like, ah, oh, I want to, I want to play this. You want to play this arcade, and, I, and I'm like, well, you'll need daddy's help to do that. Because you, you can't do that, that's a, that's a hard thing and you're a little person or a medium-sized person. So um, I'll, I'll do it and you can just watch. Um, and then <laughs> another one being like, I want to play this, or should we play together? And obviously that's dad speak for I'll do it, you can pretend like you're doing it. Um, Okay. Um. Then it's like, oh, I want to go on this. Like, oh, that's that's far far too big for you. So, the whole the whole thing is you play arcade, you get tickets, the tickets then get you prizes. The prizes are no uh, are a fraction of the value of what you've spent, and that's that. So. There was a point where one of my one of my daughters was like, "I want to go on this," and I'm like, "Okay, let's do it together." So I was like, "I'll I'll, I'll let her do it a bit, and then I'll intervene if necessary." That's about the best I can offer. So we put the money in and it starts, and and she it's like a shooting game, and she's just she's just literally turning it side to side side to side. I'm like. You have to focus on shooting stuff. You can't just like wiggle it side to side and hope for the best. So I'm like, look, shoot here, shoot here, shoot that guy, shoot this guy. Thinking, you know, you're trying to get as many tickets, but you're going all over the shop. So I'm trying to help. You know, dad help. And in the the process of helping, I noticed that the stuff I was trying to get her to do wasn't getting as many points... As what she was doing, and I went, "Do you know what? Sod it! If if this is how she wants to do it, and the way she's doing it is actually working, then what's what's the issue? What's the problem? Where where is the, where is the problem?" Here? So I just took a step back, let her get on with it, and I'm looking at how many points she's racking up. Points mean prizes, points mean tickets, tickets mean prizes, all of this. And the points are going up and up and up. She's playing with her older sister, who's doing what I I would have said, you know, shoot this, shoot that, shoot the other. And she's got like 15,000 points more than her older sister. And I'm like, well, of course that's the case. Of course that's the case. So they both finished playing. Middle daughter's got more points, more tickets. I'm like Maybe we've reached that point. Maybe we've reached that point in life where it's time to let them do these things on their own. You know? I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell my eldest to let me help. Because she's she's the eldest. She's quite capable of doing stuff on her own other than certain ones where obviously daddy has to do it <laughs> so i'm like let's flip the script here so we went on another game i gave my eldest a pound she put a pound in the machine I gave my middle daughter a pound i was like i'll play with you so me and my middle daughter play together which ultimately means i do it and she just sits there my eldest, she's playing. I'm like, well, I'm going to get more tickets than my eldest. There's no issue there, and then we just pull, pull them together. So we finished, and I was like, oh, I got 15 tickets. My just like, oh, cool, I got 17. And I was like, what? You got seventeen? She's like, yeah. Alright. Like, hey, yeah. And sure, sure. You got seventeen because I've I've seen you play this before. And she's like, "Yeah, look, here's all my tickets." Like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Um. So next thing, I'm like, well, "What are we going on next?" <laughs> I want to go on the bowling now. There's a little story about this, and the story goes like this: first time that we ever went to do. the the golf and and playing on the arcades there was this bowling game and i had to go on the bowling game and i flew i absolutely fluked getting strike after strike after strike after strike after strike i got that many strikes that that you i got like two bonus rounds i got a bajillion strikes and my eldest daughter took the end of the tickets that were coming out of the machine and walked halfway to the other side of the arcade and it was still pumping out tickets. And ever since then I've been like, you need tickets, I'll sort it out. I'll go on the bowling game, get all the tickets. Well, obviously, ever since then, it's never happened like that. To the point that I think I went on it the other day and got two tickets. So we walk over and I'm like oh, "You know, you, Don't you guys worry Daddy's going to do it Daddy will sort it out Daddy will get the tickets And I was like I had to go on this earlier And I got two tickets Do you know something? Sod it So I gave them a pound each I said You guys do it Again partially expecting Not very much My eldest well, daughter steps up She starts Rolling the ball down the thing, getting some points. In some ways, kind of what I'd expect. In other ways, better than what I'd expect. So, you know, there you go. The proof's in the pudding. I look over at my middle daughter and I'm like, what is going on here? And she is slamming strike after strike after spare after strike i'm like of course this is the situation At the end of it she pulls out a, ch- a big chunk of ticket and i'm like well it, it's finally happened it's finally happened they go on this one where you've got to throw balls And my eldest comes back to me at one point. She's like, I went on the ball-throwing thing. I was like, all right, cool. She's like, yeah, here's all my tickets. And there's just this stack of tickets. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, if you get so many, you get all these tickets. I'm like, okay. The only way I was able to redeem my manhood slash fatherhood slash whatever... Is my middle daughter decided she wanted to go on a um on this basketball game. Um but it required you essentially having to punch a basketball to shoot little basketballs through a hoop. And being being a little person, not a little person, but being a, a younger person, she just couldn't get the quite get the gusto to punch this thing. And she was like, Oh, you do it. Uh, just, I just—I may or may not have hurt my hand in the process, but I, yeah, I got the points. I got those tickets, those sweet tickets. Um, we absolutely got shortchanged at the ticket booth. Um, Bear in mind that we're talking like—I think after three three go-throughs of trying to get tickets, we had like two hundred and seventy-five. And the guy at the counter was using a calculator to add up how many tickets. And if we got this prize and took it off and all this. I'm like, can't, can't do the maths in your head for this one now. Um, I could work out that we got shortchanged on tickets. That's how I did the maths. Uh, so yeah, next time we go, I'm just going to give him a tenner and send them on the way. And I'll go and have a drink. So, after, after a, a wonderful week off of pure, unadulterated exhaustion, um, fast forward to today. Today featured such joys as waking up at 6 o'clock this morning to get up and go and run and just go in. Nah. Absolutely not. It's just not happening. For two reasons. One, I knew I didn't have to actually have to get up at six. And two, I was so tired, I just couldn't possibly imagine having to do it. Getting up later and forgetting, conveniently forgetting, that if I want to leave the house at seven o'clock to get an hour's running, before showering and getting ready to take the children to where they need to be to go to work, I actually need to get up at half six because it takes me half an hour to get out of the door. I forgot that. Also, if I want to run for an hour, well, in actual fact, I need to leave at quarter to seven because it takes 15 minutes to get changed, get showered, get dressed and get out the door so there's me going well, I don't need to be up at 6 but it actually was a situation where the latest I should have been up was quarter past 6 so fast forward to half 6 and everything's everything's behind let's say so I had to do less of a run Get back, get in the shower, get sorted Um, I have a little routine On a Monday morning for when I'm Supposed to weigh myself Uh, Completely messed that up So when I stepped on the scales I was like I can't take this to be the the actual number Because I've messed it up And when I stepped on the scales it was like Hey guess what, you didn't lose any weight this week And I was like yeah, fuck you Having to Get out of the door Get the kids where they need to be I absolutely hate the entire process because I'm sent off with a list of things that I have to remember at eight o'clock on a Monday morning and I get there and I'm like, if I tell you the information that you need to know, you are not going to A, remember and B, pass it on to the person that actually needs to know the information, but I still have to do it anyway, so... Great. Then I have to go through the process of handing my son over. He absolutely hates it, goes mental, looks at me like I've, you know, ratted him out or something along those lines. Then I have to jump back in the car, battle my way across town to go to work. To get to work, having dealing having dealt with a multitude of knobheads between my house and where I park the car, to walk into the building to sit down, and every single person today was talking about retirement, the different aspects of retirement. This person is retiring. That person is retiring. I want to retire because you know. I'm in my 30s and I'm looking at them like, yeah, cool. And this person saying they'll never see retirement and that person saying, well, I'll never see retirement either and, and so on and so forth and retire this and retire that and all of that, that's all I can hear. Whilst knowing that because I didn't get up in time, I'm going to have to do an extra run, I'm going to have to do a big workout and all for, f- for what? To not lose weight next week when i when i tried hard to lose weight and all of a sudden i just went i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do any of it i don't want to get up i don't want to run i don't want to work out i don't want to try and lose weight i don't want to i don't want to take the children's places where one of them doesn't want to go, and one of them kicks off and looks at me like, I, I can't, I can't, like, like I've betrayed, it's, it's just a complete betrayal. It's that look of, dude, I thought we were tight. I don't want to battle through traffic of awful, awful, awful people who are all trying to get to jobs that they categorically hate. Not a single one of those people is going to a job that they enjoy. But they will shank you in the street, to get in front of you, to get to the job that they absolutely despise, to get to work, to go, cool I guess we're doing this again are we? And then listen to a multitude of people talk about retirement. And how none of us will ever see retirement. While I'm there increasing my pension. Going. I don't want to do any of this anymore. I want to to retire now. And just sit. Just sit. Just sit in the garden. Nice day. I'm sure. Didn't see any of it. And then somebody said to me, how are you doing? And I went, I think I'm having some sort of existential crisis right now. And they were like, yeah, I know that one. It's like, cool. Anyway, let's talk entertainment news. Um, Some very interesting entertainment news because, barring games... Everything's new. I know. I did new things. And as I said, I went to the cinema not once, but twice. And I went to see not one, but two new movies. One of them's technically not even out yet. And I'll tell you something. You're in for a treat there. TV. It's not TV, is it? It's, you know, anyway, TV. I watched uh, episode two, three, and four of Connor Forever, I think it is. Actually, I think I'm lying. I think it's called McGregor forever. Jeebus. Let me have a look. I don't want to tell you lies. Tell me lies. I won't be able to find it now, will I? Where? Why is the watch it again bit never... No, that's the documentary. I did say I'd probably probably want to watch the documentary again. Evangelion. Yeah, I always forget that on there. Stand up comedy? Action <sighs> Would have made would have made so much more sense to just do a search. Fuck it. Oop, did a swearzy. Yes, right there, even when I tried to do a search, it was already there. McGregor Forever Episode 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I kind of knew <laughs> kind how it was going to end. Because it shows you at the start. And the more it went on and the further it got into it, the more I was kind of like, I-, I know how this ends. So I'm starting to lose the point here and and it was l- more than a little anticlimactic because I also knew what happened in the fight that leads up to the whole premise of the series and I made the mistake at one point about where I googled something about Conor McGregor and then I ended up looking into like all of the legal issues he's had uh, especially more recently um, i would say in the last five years um, a lot of those legal issues are um, quite questionable and by the time i got to the end of all four episodes i was just like i'm not sure i needed this now then, on having said that, it's gonna sound weird, but having said that, I did find it quite enjoyable to watch. Um, you know, I do like I, I do like a documentary. Um I've I've followed Conor McGregor's career throughout pretty much. Um I think there's just there are just a few aspects to a couple of things that I'm not a big fan of. Um and unfortunately those things in themselves can sort of sour sour everything in a way um if you're a fan definitely worth a watch if you've seen the documentary notorious definitely worth a watch um this 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 documentary doesn't overly sugarcoat too much you know you do see some of the the bad side of things um I will say this: having looked up some of the issues that there have been, the documentary doesn't show everything because the timelines don't match up. Um, so I think I would say if you're a fan, definitely worth a watch. Um, so yeah, uh, I need to watch. I need a new series to watch now. I'll have to have a look and see what's what's about. So, strap yourselves in, kids, because I've seen two brand new movies this week, and they were doozies. As we know, Burt Kreischer, The Machine Movie, um... It's had a a limited release here. It's had an advanced screening that they wanted a lot of money for me to go and see the advanced screening, which I was just about to pay when I looked and saw that there was going to be another advanced screening that was just a normal screening. And I'm like, why am I going to give you a big sack of money to go and see this movie where I can wait a week, pay eight quid. So... Wednesday, Wednesday rings well, off I went on my Jack Jones to the cinema, bought a hot coffee and a cold coffee, took some sweets with me and off I went to the cinema, Um, not going to lie, I am not going to lie, I was excited, apprehensive and worried all at the same time. Um, my biggest fear was that it wasn't going to be very good. My biggest fear was that Bert wasn't going to be very good in it. My biggest fear was that he wasn't going to be a good actor. There's been a lot of stuff I've heard, mostly from him, where people have said the one thing that surprises me about that film is how good an actor you are, and I was very much like I don't think that's possible. So from that from that perspective, I went with, with low expectations. I got settled. I watched some trailers. Um, I said to my, I've said to my kids that I'm going to start looking at turning up half an hour after the start time of a movie because I can't do I can't do the adverts anymore. Um, anyway, so I'm there. Movie starts. Opening scene, and I go. Oh, no. I'm like, what is the situation here? then is, is it out of sync? I was like, maybe there's something wrong with the audio video connection. It seems like it's out of sync. It seems like I was like, oh God, is it super low budget? And they've not synced up some of the stuff. They've got this weird, like this weird family situation going on where he's got a wife that's named after his wife but it's played. there's an actress playing his wife so it's not his wife they've got kids that are supposed to be his kids but they've got different names to his kids and one's older and one's younger and that's kind of confusing because Bert's playing himself oh, in the opening few minutes opening five minutes I was like oh no I've made a terrible mistake The person that greenlit this movie's made a terrible mistake Bert's made a terrible mistake What is this? So I'm like right I just have to overlook Bert and his acting And Move on I was like I know that there are going to be elements That are going to be better As I can like, know um, Like the main woman in it Supposed to be quite good. Obviously, Mark Hamill's in it. I'm sure Mark Hamill's gonna, you know, drag it up by its by its bootstraps. Is that by its laces, boot laces? Anyway, so I was hopeful. However, I you know I'd already been punched in the face. However. After a, after a couple of minutes, I was like, "Oh, maybe it was just a little out of sync at the start. Maybe it was just a cinema issue. Maybe, uh, maybe I, I jumped to, I jumped too soon." But this seems okay. I'm I'm kind of over the family dynamic here, so I'm I'm kind of okay with it. They would changed an element of the. I was going to say an element of the story, an element of reality. Very early on, they wanted to really set the scene very early on. After so long, Mark Hamill comes into it, and after so long the main uh the main woman that's in it comes into it. And away we go on the story and there's flashbacks to when Bert was younger and so on and so forth. And I sat and I expected an action comedy I told people I was going to see an action comedy. I was told it was an action comedy. I was prepared for laughter and action. And what I ended up with, what I was given, what I was delivered, was something very different. The storyline of the movie is not what you think it is. The the trailers don't, don't give anything away. I hate to say it because obviously this is coming from somebody who is a fan, but I agree. Bert is a really good actor. It's it's surprising. It's it's you know a little bit blown away by where you go. Wow, he he can he can do this. The woman in it, fantastic. She is great. Couple of little Easter eggs. Um. No spoilers here, but his actual wife is in it. Just playing a different character. Uh, and there's a couple, of, um, a couple of little Easter eggs. I felt silly when I laughed at something and nobody else did. I was a bit like, eh. Um Not the film I was expecting. Um, something I've not said to anybody, but I'm going to say this to you here now. And honestly, I have to brace myself to say this, but something didn't sit right with me about this film. From all the way through and towards the back end, I was like, I think I know what it is that I don't like about this film. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I I think it was Mark Hamill. Now, don't get me wrong. Huge Mark Hamill fan weirdly not for the stuff you'd expect to me mark hamill is the joker um huge respect but throughout he seemed to be doing a strange voice and i the whole time i was just like why 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 are we doing this it just seems weird, and if it just seems weird, that's the overriding thing. Now, I don't think it helped that the character he was playing wasn't, a, a, no spoilers, but wasn't the nicest of people. So I don't think that helped. Um, very, it was, it was very good very good um i walked away from it a bit like wow that is not what i expected and not in a bad way i actually walked away from it like that was really good it was really well done there was like it it's going to sound strange but it was kind of john wick Meets like a buddy cop movie because whilst like Burt and Mark Hamill are doing stuff, there's like proper full-blown John Wick style action going on, and I'm like, this was not what I was expecting. Um, couple of uh, a couple of things in it where you're a bit like, Re- really, really, like you know, fighting wise and action wise and stuff, you'd be like, eh, really. That, that pillar's going to stop all of those bullets, is it? Um, you know, there's a couple of bits like that, but overall, absolutely fantastic. Honestly, one of those films that if it actually gets a proper release over here, I'm definitely going to go and see it again. Definitely one of those that I will buy the moment it gets a digital release, a physical release or whatever. It's very much one of those that's like, uh, I will be... Viewing this movie more than a few times, I'm sure. Um, Real real eye-opener from a parenting perspective. It deals with a lot of um, parenting um, subjects, I suppose. Just top-notch movie. So that was the first new movie of the week. Second new movie of the week. Oh, it was a big one. Oh, it was a big one. And OMFG. Right. I need to get the name. I need to get the name right because I've, I think I've been saying the wrong name. No, no, no surprises. Uh, no surprises there because I've been saying the wrong name of the freaking. Um, Conor McGregor thing Right, it's right there It's on the main, main Right, it is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse So Now I need to do a little Little search Spider-Man Okay, so the first one was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse And this one is Spider-Man Across the The Spider-Verse. I believe the next one is Spider-Man Enter the Um, Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a big film in our house. Um, I believe it was one of those where I think... I'm not sure if I went to see it. Hmm. I'm not sure if I went to see it at the cinema. And was just blown away by it and bought it in 4K when it was released. We have seen, I said to my eldest that I think I've maybe seen the first one in the region of 40, 50 times. Um, so, no surprises that when the next one's coming out, well, I'm definitely have to see it. My youngest daughter she definitely wanted to see it and then it was revealed that the old the older two they wanted to see it as well Like, perfect however the only point in time that we could see it i wanted to try and avoid the busy times because it's literally just come out so i aimed for a sunday morning thinking yeah nobody wants to have to get the kids up early to go to the cinema yeah <laughs> boy was i wrong there were six seats left in the place um I think it's done, I think it cost $150 million to make, and in three days has made just short of $70 million. Um, Is it worth it? Should it have made that sort of money? Absolutely. What a delight. What a masterpiece. The first one is absolutely. One of the best films ever made. And it's not only one of the best superhero films ever made. It's not only probably the best Spider-Man film ever made. It's one of the best films ever made. No matter how many times I see that film, I always notice something different, something new. Some aspect that I think, I never noticed that before. It is an absolute masterpiece. It's a work of art. There are not enough good words in the world to describe that film. And because of that, you're scared, you're worried, you're just like, oh man, can they actually do? Can they do as good? That's all we want. All we want is as good. Can they do better? No, it's not possible. Is it? No. Surely, no. Anyway. First thing going out there. I looked at the run time, randomly. It was to see what time we were going to get some lunch. And I went, oh my word. Why does it say this film is going to end so late? They've clearly put the wrong time down. So then I looked up the film and went, the film is two hours, 20 minutes long. And it's a kid's film. <sighs> Make sure your children go to the toilet beforehand. Is all I'm saying. Um, Absolute, absolute work of art. Just a masterpiece. Um, From a parenting perspective, there's a lot of parent stuff in that. I kept saying to a couple of people, I was like, they work on the principle that 50% of the people in the room that are watching that film are parents. And it's kind of a, hey, parents, listen up. Like, hey parents, hey new parents, yeah, you've got a baby. Stop showing people pictures of your baby. Especially if you're holding the baby. Stop getting people to hold the baby that don't want to hold the baby. Now, I am guilty of all those things. Hey parents, if you've got teenagers, and those teenagers are generally good children, they're good kids... Maybe cut them a little bit of slack every now and then. Maybe don't get on their back so much. You want the best for them. And sometimes the best is saying. We trust you. To do the right thing. Important messages that are embedded in this film. Throughout. Um, There's some. You know. Father daughter relationship stuff. There's. All sorts of stuff in there. Very much for parents. Then you got all the stuff for the kids. There was a point in the film. Where they showed one character. Talking to another character. But it was another character from a completely different movie. And for a lot of ways a completely different franchise. I lost my shit. I was like tapping all of the all of the girls like, hey, look who it is. Because in our house that character <laughs> is very well known in our house. I There are a lot of things that I could go into, but I absolutely do not want to spoil anything because there are a lot of twists in this film. It's very much one of those that it starts out and you're definitely expecting to see what Miles is up to X number of years later and it starts out with like hey here's gwen and this is her backstory and you go oh uh, okay that c- kind of makes sense i suppose uh, yeah okay okay I'm, I'm good with that i'm down with that let's do that you get a lot of more a lot more gwen in this one not a bad thing um i very much enjoy the the spider gwen or ghost spider, as the kids insist on. Um, you've got an older Miles. You've got a, a Miles that's dealing with everything that Spider Man has to deal with: school, fighting bad guys, parents, relationships, etc., etc. You meet other Spider People. Some of the other Spider People, other Spider Characters, are some of the best characters in it. Um, there's uh, there's an Indian Spider-Man, there's a um, there's sp- Spider-Punks in it, a bigger character than I thought, it's got the greatest take on the Spider-Man meme, it's got great characters, it's got a lot of returning characters it I can't, I don't want to start going oh well there's this thing and this happens and oh there's a twist here and oh man look out for this and look out for that and you know, some of the things I want to say is it's interesting to see how many other spider men, how many other spider people from other franchises they've got in there. That was very interesting to work through. Um shots in the background of stuff where you go, hey, that's you know, that's 90s Spider-Man. That's cool. Etc. etc. Um A villain. That starts out and you go. This villain is terrible. And then. Later in the film you're like. Oh wow. That is not what I thought was going on with that guy. Then the question of. Who is the bad guy in this film. That sort of stuff. You find out. The truth. About certain aspects. Of Miles being Spider-Man. And stuff like that. It's. It's fantastic. It's a film that I haven't been able to stop talking about since walking out of it. It's a film where I went... I need to be ready to answer a lot of questions on this... Because I know my kids are going to have a lot of questions. First question, my youngest daughter. She jumped down off my lap. She turned. She looked me dead in the eye. She went, why did the Labrador need more spots? It was like the setup for a joke. The only thing was... I understood exactly what she was saying and I could not stop laughing. But she was just so insistent. She was like, why, why, why? And I was just laughing. Just such a masterpiece. Now then, couple of issues here. Like I say, the runtime is a bit of a kicker. Uh, It was one of those that I knew there would be after credit stuff. And I knew I couldn't get the kids to sit any longer. They'd been in there for well over three hours. If you think about like trailers, adverts, and God knows what else. they have been in there well over three hours. I was like, let's just go. We'll see this again. We can watch the after Creator stuff then. So there's that. Something that might affect other people and other children is, bear in mind, this is part one of a two part movie the second part comes out uh, end of march next year so prepare yourself for that i don't think that's a spoiler because i know that that was mentioned a long time ago uh, but i do feel that you might need to prepare yourself or your children maybe absolute 10 out of 10 there's one thing i noticed there was a couple of continuity errors uh, which would suggest that there'd maybe been a little bit of a rush, which I imagine that's the case, trying to get something like this out of the door. Um, part of me was like, is that intentional? Because there's so much attention to detail in the first one that it surprised me, especially when it was something that was drawn attention to. So I was like, is that intentional? Um, definitely something that I would look at, you know, paying more attention to the next time round. Um, it's definitely one to see at the cinema. It's definitely one that I, I did look at going, taking them all to the IMAX, but it was going to cost 50 quid for four of us to go to the IMAX. And I was like, that's maybe pushing it. Um, that's not to say that I'm not going to go on my own to the IMAX. I wouldn't do that. Um, Computer games, computer games is a weird one this week. Um, a little bit, a little bit downhill compared to the movies I've watched. Um, I mean, I've still been playing Breakpoint. Um, I've managed to get onto the Operation Motherland content, which I was really looking forward to because essentially it takes Breakpoint and turns it back into Wildlands, which you know, cool, fun, fun, fun. Um, however. It does something that um, this, um, this content has a tendency to do that I've noticed, which is uh, rinse and repeat missions, which, honestly, there is nothing worse. Hey, go and rescue four people from this base. Okay, I can do that. Uh, right, here's your new missions. Here's a new set of missions. Go and rescue four people from a base. You're like, I've just done that, and I don't want to do that again what else have you got for me you can go and steal a truck yeah I've already done that as well oh right yeah um, rescue four people from a base it's very much that um, it, it it's really disappointing because of the three additional pieces of content the one that had the gas was really good I was really happy with that And so far, the other two pieces of additional content have been really phoned in. And I'm so annoyed with the fact that Operation Motherland, it's like, hey, we're just going to do Wildlands. Cool. You've got your your, um, handler from Wildlands back in the game. Cool. And then we're just going to make you do the same missions over and over again. It's like, not cool. However, because I'm playing Breakpoint and... For one of a better way of putting it, I hated Breakpoint when I originally played it. I started to look back through games that I've played previously, and I've hated. Just so happened that there's a big sale on the PlayStation Store, and it just so happened that one of the top things on the sale was Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you go back far enough in this podcast, you'll find me talking about Red Dead Redemption 2, and about how I hated it more than life itself. Well, that seemed like a perfect candidate to fit into the, if I hated it previously, do I still hate it now? Uh, Got paid money, got voucher, got money off, and um, bought like a special edition, digital special edition type thing for it. Gets a lot of content apparently, can't say I've seen any so far. So I've started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. A game that I absolutely despised the first time round. So far, having played the first hour or so... Yeah, not much has changed. That game has some of the worst game mechanics in any game I've ever played. Just... Just baffling choices. Just so strange. I want to walk to the other side of the room, so I'm going to walk slower than it would take me to walk to the other side of the room. (sighs) I'm going to get on this horse and I'm going to ride all the way there. It's just going to take longer than, you know, creating diamonds. It's so many strange choices for a game. But we'll see, won't we? Keep playing, keep plugging away, see if we can find a diamond in the rough. There we go. That is the podcast for this week. I will catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done, another week gone. Another podcast in the bag, in the bag of podcasts, where podcasts live. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this if you want to be a bigger part, you can like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave us a review. And if you want to be an even bigger part, jump over to the website, click that email button, send us an email. There you go. You can talk to us, we can talk to you. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of Cookie Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.